Welcome back, welcome back. This is another episode of A Tipsy Monologue. This is your girl, Lyrical Freedom. Yes, do not even say anything. I know I have been gone for about two months, but I'm back now getting ready to give you guys some more segments, some new topics, some fresh topics for the summer. I will be posting my podcast probably every Sunday still at 8 p.m., which is why I'm trying to post this segment tonight at 8 p.m. So don't mind me. I'm trying to adjust in my little closet to keep the noise out. But anyway, so I've been trying, I've been beating myself up, like trying to figure out why I stopped doing my podcast for so long. And I think it was because like a lot of just different things that were happening on in my life. And I think it's really me trying to find myself. Like, and I know I had a segment called Finding Myself or Finding Yourself. Uh, that was, I think that was my first one. But this is me personally, like trying to find myself, trying to evaluate and reevaluate and just see where I want to go in the future, see where, you know, other people, see if other people deserve to be in my life. Um, so just coming to a realization of who the fuck I am as a person and human being and a woman. So. I have so many different topics that I would like to touch on, but honestly, you know, it's a Sunday evening and because of all the stuff that I have gone through since 2019 has started, I would like to dive into why the fuck do breakups hurt so bad? Like, can somebody give your girl some reasoning on why the fuck breakups hurt so bad? And the reason why I'm even bringing this topic up is because I know so many people go through this. Like we constantly, and this is for males and females. Like we are in situationships. We are in actual relationships. People are in marriages, but I'm just going to talk about the people that are just dating and that are in serious relationship. I'm not going to talk about marriage because that's a totally different topic. Never been married. So I can't even speak on that, but relationships. Oh my fucking gosh. I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, like being alone. Like I'm never lonely. And I uh, let me let me go back. So me as a person, I'm a Gemini. All my Gemini people out there, I know cancer season just came. Boo. No, I'm just kidding. But Gemini season was out. Woo woo. So we are emotional creatures at heart. And we also are, we're like we love hard so hard so basically we put a lot of effort into who we're with who we fall for who we like and we tend to and i'm sorry gemini's but we tend to fall hard fast especially if we still believe in the concept of love now i'm not talking about each individual person and the dynamics of what happened to them i'm just talking about a collective of like characteristic traits of what gemini actually is so if you're different hey more power to you so honestly, me as a Gemini, I'm not 100% fully of what Gemini is because I'm actually not. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'll just say that. I'll just say my piece. I'm not fully 100% of what a Gemini is, but I am a lot of the characteristic traits of a Gemini. And one of the things that I am is I don't love everyone. I don't love everyone. And I know some of you can contest to this and that's every Zodiac sign. I don't love everyone. But when I do love, I love hard. And I don't know if a lot of because a lot of people say I love you. That bullshit to me because, um, you know, I only say I love you if I actually mean it. So if I actually do not love you, I will probably because I'm you know, sometimes I can be passive Gemini. I 
probably will be like, you know, oh, I may, oh, I care about you too. Or if somebody says I miss you, oh, I miss you too. So anyway, I mean, or I might be like, oh, okay, that's what's up. So that should give you a clue that our, that's not what what I am. So anyway, so we, but when we do love, man, we love so fucking hard, and we go into it, we go into something with our all. We give the effort, and especially me, like I give effort, I give a hundred percent. I'm tunnel vision, which could be my downfall, but who knows? I'm working on that. Like I'm tunnel vision. I put like when it comes to somebody I'm actually in a relationship with, and I actually will be honest, even if it's somebody I'm talking to, if we've been talking for a while and we haven't established like, okay, a title. Yes, I am tunnel vision with that person. Reason being is because I grew up with a mother who was so faithful to her husband, her relationship, or whatever the case may be, to the point where they didn't have to ask. And maybe that's made her boring. I don't know. But they didn't have to ask, like, dang, is she up to something? Who she with? Because they knew that she was all in. And, you know, maybe that's society. Society right now, our generation, the aura right now is just that we're microwavable one. And then it's like everybody's disposable. So because of that, it's like when a girl or a man is down for you loyal to you 100% to you gives all their effort to you it's like either one scary to that person or it's like oh they're clingy first of all I never 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 understood that word clingy unless the person is like harassing you or they like want to be up under you and at that point that's creepy not clingy and I feel like even if you use the word clingy I feel like people should want somebody that they don't have to worry about looking over their shoulder or getting unnecessarily jealous. Like, why do you want to be jealous? Why can't she be like, that's my girl. And I know that if somebody talks to her, she's going to look the other way. Or if somebody talks to her, she could be cool with them, but she's going to be like, I'm in a relationship. Like, why would you not want, this is for males and females. Why would you not want your partner, the person you're in a relationship with, to be so loyal to you to the fact that you don't have to worry about, um ever getting crossed by them it's like we because we're such a chaotic society we're looking for the next best thing and we're looking for chaos like even though people will not outright say that we're looking for chaos we're looking for chaos like there is a constant thing in people's heads that say hey this person is not giving me enough uh jealousy they're not giving me enough reason to be jealous they're not giving me enough reason to participate in arguments so they're boring um which I've heard a lot of times not from not uh directed to me but I've heard other people say that in my friend circle that have actually said a person was boring male and female uh just because they were not chaotic and you know that really baffles me but I mean I feel like there's a there's the people that I hang out with the ones that are really 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 close to me I feel like uh they're we're all like-minded and we pretty much all feel the same way as far as like how we view relationships and how much we give in that relationship. So with that being said, when a relationship does not work, oh my gosh, when a relationship does not work and you have given, no, nah, I'm not going to say you're all because that's, I'm not going to say that because sometimes it still hurts even if you don't, even if you're still cautious. Like people think that the only people that get hurt is like if you care too much or I have to play the game this way but if you don't play a game and you genuinely like this person and something happens to where you thought this person was going to be in your life forever and they end up not being in your life forever or forever might have not been as long as you thought it was going to be it hurts and so my question was one why the fuck do breakups hurt so bad and two 
is it did it hurt bad because we missed a person or do they hurt super bad because we don't we haven't been alone like we haven't felt that loneliness feeling or being alone feeling for so long to where when that person walks out or you know you have a mutual disconnect from that person it's like oh my gosh like what do I do with myself and so that leaves me to believe that people have people People don't take the time to be complete or whole within that, within themselves before they get in a relationship. So and that's only for the question of, oh my God, I'm lonely. Like, why do I feel so lonely? So there's, there's a couple of different ways to do it, but I'm only going off when I made that comment, I'm going off the fact that when somebody says, what am I going to do without this person? Oh my gosh, I don't think I can love anybody else if me and this person end. That is a really, really big statement because basically you're saying that this person has so much power in your life to where they can strip that happiness away immediately. Uh, no, that that should never happen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just being real, y'all. Like that should never happen. You and your significant other, no matter if it was six months, no matter if it was a year, no matter if it was five years, 10 years, should always have your own identities. And when I talk about this, it's not because I have it all together, because I don't. Um, I'm still learning myself, and I have just hit a point in my life where I am never lonely anymore. But I, I am alone. I am alone most of the time, like due to school and just not really wanting to argue with people and and be disappointed and, and like be unnecessarily disappointed. Like, it's cool. You're always going to be, you know, sometimes you're going to be disappointed in life. But to have people in my life where I know that they don't benefit my life from the get go. And so when they don't like, you know, go somewhere with me or they decide to plan stuff without me or whatever the case may be. Or when they decide to just be not in my life or they decide to come in and out, in and out, in and out. I get disappointed. That's unnecessary disappointment because you should not even let somebody have that much weight or that much um, that much. I guess like I, I will keep continuing to keep saying power over your feelings and your emotions and stuff like that to a point where you're upset, like you're upset that they didn't do this or they didn't do that. So I have finally got to a point where I'm okay with being alone most of the time. Most of the time I'm doing homework, so I can't even be around people most of the time. I'm saving money, so I don't even want to go out. So if you ain't coming to my house playing cards or some shit. I don't want to go out because for what? You know what I'm saying? So because I have gotten to that point, if all falls back onto relationships, I know my last relationship um, wasn't a long relationship. It was long enough for me to feel. And before him, I did not date anybody for almost two years. And the reason being is because I was trying to make sure that I was whole within myself because I was like, you know what? I want to take time for me. I don't want to get in a relationship with somebody. And then, you know, all these other extra complications come together. So I said, well, if I get into another relationship, you know, I want to be my best self. Well, what happened was when I got in a relationship with this person, I, I thought, excuse me. I thought I was my best self. I thought that I was whole and complete and woo 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 woo. Well, newsflash to K to lyrical freedom, I wasn't. 
and I'm okay with admitting that. I thought I was because nothing in my life was testing me to see if I actually was. And that's the biggest thing. We can think that we have changed and grown throughout our entire lives. We could think all of these things about ourselves, but until we actually, it's like, it's like being in school until you can learn all of these different uh, terms and like terminologies and, and different tools and, and read all these textbooks and do these practice tests. But until you actually do the real exam, that is an accumulative exam of everything that you learn for this specific subject, you will never know how good you actually are. So that's the same thing with life. And it's the same thing with relationships until I, until I got back into a relationship, I did not realize how far away from my goal of being 100% within myself I was until I got with that person so I thanked that person and it it could have been anybody but specifically it had to be that person obviously because I was dating them I thanked that person for not being whole within themselves so when they weren't whole within themselves they rushed and I rushed they asked me out I said yes and not knowing that what I was doing is exactly what I was training myself or God was training me or, um, and I'm not gonna say, or, or God was training me. I was training myself and, um, you know, other people in my life were really training me to understand the concept of, of, of my love and understand that everybody's not going to love like me. And to understand that I have to get me together and love me more. So if anything does happen in a new relationship, I won't, I'm always that I will keep myself at a standard to where I'm not diminishing who I am, diminishing the person that I have become. And I will leave them if they are not within aligned within the destiny, within my destiny or within each other's destiny. If we're not aligned, then we got to bounce. And that's how I feel. And so when I got into this relationship, I soon quickly, <laughs> quickly realized that, um, everything I learned, I just threw out the window. Like they were just so appealing to me and I just liked them so much. And, you know, I fell for them and I fell for them hard and I didn't trust them ever. I didn't trust the process. I didn't trust the being patient. I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't trust a lot of shit. And so I had come to the conclusion that I still have trust issues. I still had trust issues and I still had things in my mind that I couldn't let go because they were showing patterns in other people. And the firm belief, the firm saying that a lot of people say is do not bring your past into your present relationships because it will destroy it because you'll never be able to see them for them. You'll see them with all, a lot of other people. And um, yeah, I'm a firm believer in that because it's true because it happened to me recently. And so with that, I know a lot of, I want to say, I know a lot of people that hurt during breakups they hurt and 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 I always want to know like is it because you're going to miss them or are you missing or is it the memories you can't get rid of those unless you get amnesia or you know what I'm saying you get knocked in your head you got memory loss or you got or at least that Alzheimer's I don't believe you will ever forget them you will ever forget memories that you have with that person but what I've learned is it's okay to be hurt And I don't even, and I'm just going to say this. There's an artist, there's a singer out here that a lot of people love 
that, you know, I love them as an artist. I will never take away their accomplishments, their artistry. Oh my gosh. Like I followed them when I was a kid. I, I used to love them. I just don't like, I don't like their dynamic now. And that's okay. Everybody has their own opinions about certain artists like that. So Beyonce actually, but I still take some of her words because she still has a lot of empowerment with women that a lot of people don't realize. And so I still watch some of her stuff. It's not that I don't like her as a person. I just don't like some of her music. I don't like, I don't like this aura of Beyonce, but that's besides the point. So anyway, she made this comment on one of her interviews saying that when she, when something is going wrong within her life, she takes 24 hours to cry it out, to cry it out, to get upset, to be frustrated, whatever case may be. And then the next day she makes a plan to execute and to go about her life. Now I didn't quote that right. That's why I, that's why I didn't say in quote, but that was the gist of the thing. She takes to, I do know the 24 hour part. Um, and she, she lets herself grieve and, and do whatever she has to do. And then she, and then she moves forward. It's not that she got over it that quickly. It's that she learned, she knew that she had a life. That was that was evolving. So what do you do? Do you do you stay in that? Do you dwell in that, or do you take that and you make yourself stronger? So that's the same thing with break with breakups, and that's the same model that I take with my within myself now. It's like I can either let this breakup be one one my last if I'm that hurt, two make me be a victim of circumstance, or three use this to be like. These are the lessons. These are the tests. These are the things that I knew that I, these are the things that I'm realizing. Like, it's like the breakup was the answers to the test. So I took the test. I realized I failed. (laughs) I'm like, I failed. Uh, A lot of people find poppy thing that I failed. Damn. Like, you know, we all failed. Um, But it's not about failure. It's not a right or wrong thing. It's more so of an empowerment thing. So you take yourself, you look at that test, you look at those answers, and then you take those answers and you study them and you make sure that these answers are your standards. So the answer key, the answer to the test is your standards. You take these and you remake and you remodel and you reevaluate and you reframe your mind and your body and your spirit and your, and your, and your, um, your physical. And you realize that I have the answers. How do I execute them? Like, how do I take a role of being hurt, being lonely, being all of these negative things. How do I take that? And how do I turn it into something beautiful? I think every piece of pain in the world is the most beautiful thing. And I am so serious, everyone. Like, I know that I know that pain hurts. But the only way that you're ever going to pass a test is if you study, the only way you can study is if you make mistakes, is if you get the tools, if you get it from a textbook, which is the part of, which is the textbook of life. And I think that's beautiful. I think tears are beautiful. I think, I think pain is growth. I don't see pain anymore as, as a bad thing. I see pain as something that helps you grow as a human being. So when I go back to the question and I say, why do breakups hurt so fucking bad? I don't believe that it's the actual person. Because here's the thing. There was a reason why you guys broke up. There was something. 
And, you know, this one is a gray area because of how our society is set up now, like how we're microwavable, disposable. Everybody can get things quick, but that's fine. But there are also relationships who prosper in their relationship and they go ahead and get married and whatever, whatever dynamic, you don't have to always get married, but whatever dynamic of your relationship is, they last for a very long time. Why is that? So there's a reason why people break up, whatever the circumstance, whatever the reason is. I watched a movie on Netflix and I forgot, I forgot what it's called. Oh, I got to look up the name. But anyway, it was, you guys probably will know, um, Lizzo, the artist, she had a song on there, uh, Truth, I think it's called Truth Hurts, something like that. Uh, she had a song on that, on the movie, so I'm pretty sure you guys probably piecing this together. But anyway, the girl from, uh, Jane the Virgin played in this movie and, the movie was about this these this relationship and they were together for eight years and then they you know she ended up she ended up moving she ended up getting a new job and stuff and it was out of the state so they ended up breaking up and the whole movie they ended up going from the past to the present back to the past back to the present just to show y'all the connection of you know how they met and the whole, whole dynamic of the relationship in the last three years three to four years the last three years of their relationship they were arguing they were arguing, everything was a problem, but the first couple, three, four years, they was having fun, they, oh my gosh, like, they were partying, 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 but then they started to realize that they were changing, but she, neither one of them, it hurt when Odu finally said, hey, like, you're moving, let's just be apart, and it hurt both of them very much, and it hurt, I'll just call her Jane the Virgin, it hurt her, um, a lot, a lot, because, she was looking to gain that person back. She was looking to, she was like, why did this happen? And then towards the end of the movie, after going through all of these things, she realized that they have been drifting apart for a long time. And so was it the breakup? Was it the, the person that she was going to miss? Yes. Yeah, she was going to miss it because she lost her best friend. But it was really the memories. It was really the, oh, I don't want to be alone. Oh my God, all this change. I'm getting a job. I'm moving. Why can't he stay with me? And it was all these different dynamics. And so she finally stopped and realized that she wasn't happy in the relationship anyway. And neither was he. So this move, this new job came at a time where now she had to grow and be on her own because her friends weren't even coming with her. So she was going to be literally going to a different state, different city with a new job, new people all by herself. And it scared her and that's okay change is very scary I'm a firm believer I do not like change I will give you guys I'll admit that I hate change I think it's stupid <laughs> but in order to grow you have to evolve you have to change things have to change in your life so because of that it was a great message because it allowed me to see and probably other people that have watched it I don't know but it allowed me to see her growth it allowed me to see my growth it allowed me to see other people that I know's growth like where you can take something so dark and so painful and then you can finally start being logical, putting emotions aside and being logical and saying, why did we break up in the first place? What wasn't right about this? Was I lowering my standards? Was he lowering his standards? Was she lowering her standards? Did I go into this in a, did I pick this person up because of a rebound? Did I, did this person meet all not I'm not gonna say the person gotta be perfect they don't have to meet all of your criteria of your standards but they do have to meet most of them especially the ones that are make or breaks for you 
And so when people start to actually look at that and write these things and write them down, people are always trying to keep stuff in their head. It doesn't work. Just write it down. I did that after me and my ex broke up. And when we broke up, I was in a very, very, very dark space, like extremely dark. And I had people, I ain't naming no names, but I had people in my life who were extremely supportive, the same few people, which is why they're still in my life. And they've been in my life for years. And then I had people in my life who added on to the hurt by reminding me of him, by saying his name, by telling me that I shouldn't, that, oh, you only dated, you only dated him for this amount of time. Why are you even this way? When people start to take your misery and stump on it, but then they try to manipulate it to where they're actually thinking that they're helping you, they could actually think in their heads that they're actually helping you, but they're not. And so you have to look at all these these dynamics. You have to see, like, who is with you when you're down? And so when I went through this dark space, I let myself dwell in it way too long. I will say that. But I did it at my own pace, and it wasn't long. It wasn't. It got a lot better than what I used to dwell on relationships like that, I will say. It definitely got a lot better. I didn't dwell on it as long as I would have dwelled on other stuff, other people. And so when I finally woke up one day, and I, I sat there, and I was like, you know what? Let me write this shit down. Like, let me be proactive in my motherfucking life, right? Which is what we all should do. <laughs> like, let us be proactive in anything that we do. Anything. Relationships, jobs school people anything anybody you meet anything that you do like you should see your pros and cons and so I I sat there and I had to look at myself and I was like well we rushed this that's one I was like we rushed it I wasn't whole I thought I was but it was an illusion like I was feeling a void of loneliness he probably was too we were he I was actually and I will say this I was healed from a lot of stuff Except, except for one thing, but that altered a lot of things. He wasn't healed from nothing from his past. So because of that, it was like a semi-healed person, mostly healed with a non-healed person at all. That does, that changes a huge dynamic of relationships. When I started writing all these things down, I realized, what the fuck am I mad for? <laughs> Shit. Like I and him, we did a disservice to each other, but Maybe, hopefully he took something from it. But if he didn't, whatever I did, that's all that matters is me. Like not to say, not selfishly, but in that situation, who it's like, it's like basically saying it's either me or you not being selfish and saying that I all I care about is myself or everybody. No, 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 no. I'm very given person. When it comes to that situation, particularly it's either me or you. Either I was going to dwell on it to a point to I was going to dwell on it so bad to a point where I was going to be super, super depressed, super, super sad, never trust another soul, isolate myself from everybody. Either I was going to do that or I was going to be like, you know what? I've been a victim before from a lot of stuff. And it, he could have been a victim too. There was things that I did in that relationship when, and stuff like that because of my trust issues. Not things I did, but things that I might have said and pressure and impatience. Those couple of things I did. So I'm like, so he was a victim too with as far as my non-trust issue. I mean, my trust issues. So we're both, both victims of circumstance. So, but I took my victimization and I turned it into something beautiful. I let myself feel. 
which is what I would try and I, I tried not to do for so long. I let myself feel all the emotions. Why? That's why everybody looked at me like I was crazy because I didn't care. I didn't care. I let myself be sad. I let myself be angry. I let myself be frustrated. And I got to a point where I was like, you know what? Now what? What's next? Okay, you did all those emotions. You felt it. You did good. What's the next step? Me. I was the next step. I had to get me together. So therefore, when a breakup happens, again, if it does, God forbid, but if it happens for anybody, you're not looking at yourself like, oh my God, this is happening again. Oh my God, why the fuck he hurt me or she hurt me? Oh my gosh. I, you know, I just got to be by myself forever. I ain't never getting married. Da, 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 da. Instead of having that, instead of that, let yourself feel. Take yourself into a realm where you are okay with being by yourself. So then you won't have to ask that question. Why the fuck did this breakup hurt so bad? Well, everyone, again, this is a new episode of a tipsy monologue. Woo-woo! This is Lyrical Freedom again. Uh, you guys know that you can check out a tipsy monologue on Google Play. It should be on Apple Music now. Spotify, anchor.fm slash lyrical freedom. If you go on Spotify, it's literally a tipsy monologue. It will come right up. So I love you guys. I love you all for listening. It will be another segment next week. I'm going to start getting into that, you know what I'm saying, that raunchy stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, just be on the lookout. I'm going to have guest people again. Might have Kayla back on there. Woo woo. Thank you, Kayla, for the other episode. I might have my homies and stuff like that come on. So let's just get it popping enjoy your Sunday enjoy the rest of your week you guys have a great day if you um, believe in God have a blessed day Um, you know just whatever so you guys just have a good week man and uh, talk to y'all later